Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. Overreaction off season. I am the governor of college football, also known as Lever KT. With me today is the mayor of college football, Nino. Before we get into today's episode, I got to get this man his flowers, bro. If there is a person in this space, in this community that outworks this man, please find him. And I'm, I will bet my life savings that he ain't putting in more work than this guy. Everything you see on our Twitter feed is from Nino. Nino does so much stuff from graphics. He stole so many alleys for other people as it pertains to shows. He produces so many shows. He makes life easy for a lot of effing people. I want to give you your flowers before this show started, man. How you doing today, bro? I'm good. Got a little bit of snow. Uh, but gotta work early because now it's turned to rain. So go do some more work. You know, get get it to work. But um. Yeah, it's good to have a good team. Got a good team, you know, makes it easy to do what you do. But I'm going to make an announcement. I uh, haven't made it on the Twitter yet. haven't got it. Ronald been busy kind of mm-hmm. doing some fun coat popping senior bowl. But uh, ah, it's cold. We, we, we're going to have a, a new show tonight. Uh, welcome to the big house, right? Um, got our do Andy coming on here. He's going to be uh, he's going to be taking this one, by, you know, by, this, by storm here. I'm just producing, but Andy's going to be the man. And I think you guys are going to enjoy Welcome to the big house. It'll be uh, tonight at uh, 830. I'm super excited for that. I love that you and D now are now doing two episodes a week of mm-hmm. Debbie Darling. Uh, fucking college football showdown is doing fantastic. Man, Moons kicked off season two of Guru and Goat yesterday. But I'm ready to talk more college football. <laughs> I haven't talked with my guy in so long. And, and Nino is like, my brother from another mother when it comes to this college football stuff. We disagree on so much stuff, but the content that we make <laughs> together is so insightful. It's not shock, shock, and I truly enjoy it. Nino, it's been an interesting eight days since Michigan won the national championship. What were your biggest takeaways from the game? Uh, and, and more importantly, what was your afterthought about the 2023 season? How would you time capsule it? It was crazy. Um, I went out on a limb. Like around week four, and me and you made an episode called "No Country for Old Men," yeah. and, and you kind of were like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe, possibly." And then a lot of people were like Nick, Nick Saban, done. And I was like, ah, "I just don't think this is it for him." You know, like I don't think this is it for him. Um, mm-hmm. That was wild. Michigan getting two two different sanctions on him and, and suspensions <laughs> in one season, coming back right. and and winning. Like, man. Spike hey. Gate and Hamburger Gate, bro. Same season. <laughs> Sometimes the, the villain 2.0. wins. 2.0. Spike Gate 2.0. 2.0, right. Sometimes the villain wins in the, in, in the movies. Yeah. Bro. And those Just, are my favorite movies. And then, like, you know, we're going to get into a little bit, but, like, this ripple effect that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Seeing – see, I've been watching college football a long time, man. I, I don't think I've seen in the last 10 years, 15 years, these last two seasons, seeing multiple kids playing football for the seventh time like seventh yeah. season you know where was frank harris was six years casey thompson's playing for seven this year going to oklahoma uh, it's uh, crazy Talia get approved nope for, uh, he just announced uh, right, i think it was like an hour ago that he's gonna enter the draft he uh, they the denied team. it but like yo uh-huh. i said it on the twitter bro like what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> you knew when you were going in with taking knees bro and taking snaps and, and you knew after four games if you took the knee it went against you. Like the rules and, are the rules. And now we're trying to, you know, flip the script. We don't do that, man. You play cards and you get what you don't. Yeah. But it's been a, it's been a, it's been an eventful, crazy season. I said Texas LSU. 
I was close to Texas, LSU, not not so close. Very close. I give you credit with Texas because you called it a long time ago, and then you had the naysayers like me. I just didn't, I just didn't believe. Um, and I'm interested to hear your pick. I'm not going to put you on a. It's, it, we have too much to get through before we yeah, can make yeah. our announcements. I think you typically make your announcements in April. I wait to August. I have to wait to after media days and the first week of fall camp to kind of know. Okay, this is who I'm going to pick. Yeah, things shake out. We also yeah, got another portal sure. that's going to happen, so it's like uh, yeah, the late window transfer portal. Yeah, so that that mat that matters. I mean, I can give you the early, early, not supposed to be way too early, but we'll right, get right. To that later. Right. <laughs> for for sure so uh biggest biggest takeaways from the championship <sighs> biggest takeaways is is my guys good now bro right like yeah. man I, I said it on twitter i said it to you guys in the green room uh last week i believe it was mm-hmm. me- mental health was a problem with donovan uh edwards he stated it in an interview i watched and and he says he's in a good place he looked like he was in that good place in that national championship game breaking yeah. up the uh, touchdown runs uh I think you're going to see, we might already see a little bit happen to it, but I think we're going to see a little more of that script where these guys are going to come back. The guys that want it, that that, that, that Natty means something to them. And I think yeah. it meant a little bit more to Michigan because it's the end of the regular four game, you know, playoff. Right. right. So that, that it meant something to them. But I think you're seeing a little bit more on just on this, this guy's deciding to come back to their schools that you would think, oh, I'm surprised he didn't go to the show. You know, I'm surprised he didn't go to the draft, but. JJ McCarthy had moments. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if he had enough moments to me to think that he is ready for the NFL, but go eat, young man. Go eat. You know what I mean? Like you you can you probably can do it. I think maybe one more year would have been better for you. Polish you off a little bit, show that, you know, a couple more things in your in your arsenal. Defense for Michigan was stupid. They were able to contain Milrow. I said to you a few weeks back, like, yo. When you're not allowing Milro to get up in the pocket and then move, and you're making him run east to west, it changes the whole game for them, and that was very apparent. I would, I would have to agree with you, um, JJ McCarthy. I think he's going to strike it while the iron's hot. I think winning means something to certain yeah. organizations in the NFL. A lot of organizations try to go out and get winners. It was something that the Texans, it was their mm-hmm. approach in the 2023 NFL draft. So, you know, hopefully he can have a good, you know, as far as the offseason and combine and all of that. I'm wishing that man nothing but the best. But mental health awareness is very important. Mm-hmm. And speaking of J.J. McCarthy, it's something that I love that he does before every game. He typically goes and finds a goalpost and he meditates yes. under that goalpost. Meditation is so important to just to block out the noise be one with your environment like it, it's just powerful to see so so hopefully donovan edwards can take a little page out of jj mccarthy's book and, and Yo, certainly help him he goes meditate and then right before he goes on the field his coach beats him up a few times hits him in the pads <laughs> spins him around punches him in the shoulder pads <laughs> and send him on the way so he gets he gets his woosah one way and uh, then right back the other way he's out there you know just yeah. Just getting war. It's time for war. Yeah. Put the face paint on, and I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. go kill my guys. Some, so. some people sniff bad bad sauce. Some, you know, some people. I'm not bad sauce. Though. <laughs> smelling, smelling salts salt. like baker. You know, yeah. yeah. And other people, you know, get <laughs> smacked they in the face. Do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at look at you no know, Bosworth, bro. You know, he used to you know <laughs> do whatever he had his butt a wall or something. Go out there and, and just, just kill <laughs> he was someone. A so. Different human being, <laughs> yeah. bro. 
I, I enjoyed that episode, by the way. All right. Oh, so. oh, oh you can't just do You killed that episode, by the way. <laughs> Narrating that with the, the plays out there, man. Eddie George again. I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun, man. I can't wait to, for episode two. I got some dogs, man. Percy Harvin and being that episode. Oh, yeah. Electrifying. I can't wait to do the narration for that. So this next topic we're talking about, I think I wanted to talk to you about this topic more than anybody. So it's been, let's talk about the ripple effect. I think a lot of people like, okay, well, Saban leaves, this happened, this happened. But the overwhelming ripple effect, I think, is something that we need to talk about. Roughly a week ago, Nick Saban, the greatest coach of all time, announced his retirement. And it's hit shockwaves throughout the college community. It was just an overwhelming amount of support and love like our community don't get a lot of that you know no but it was a lot of love the day that nick saban retired and i truly appreciated then a few days later caitlin DeBoer was announced as nick saban's heir apparent then a few days after that jed fish fills caitlin DeBoer's vacancy in washington and that move affected me in such a crazy way nino oh uh, hold tried- on and then brent brenna replaced jed fish earlier today at Arizona. Yeah. It, it, it's so much that happened in such a small period of time. I don't think there's nobody. I, I try not to be empathetic in season as it pertains to college football because I just try to tell it like it is. All season, I think, is a time to celebrate the players as they're going on their way to the NFL. But I just can't help but feel sorry for the Arizona Wildcat faithful. I'm with you in spirit, bro. Nino. I want you to do what you do best. Unpack all of this. Um, first, talk about saving contributions to the game. And then also, how do you like the Kalen DeBoer hiring? And then finally, discuss Jay Fish uh, going to Washington. Nick, Nick Saban in, in Alabama, um, they said he wasn't going to last one, two years. They mm-hmm. said two, three years, he'd be gone, right? And then what, what was it? Almost 20? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it wasn't what he did on the field. I mean, yes. The, the six titles that he got them and, and whatever it was, multiple eight or nine with Alabama SEC championships. Um, it was about pretty much what he built outside right. of the stadium and to just Tuscaloosa in general. Like, mm-hmm. and what him and Terry brought to, they have a foundation, right? Like they adopted two kids while they were down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they grew a family out there and they, and they brought so much to Alabama. Alabama wasn't, the program wasn't, you know, where they're at. He came no. into an area that they were in the mud at that time. And it was and a he span was kind of five years where they were so up and down before he got there. Yeah. I, I, I just remember you. that interview with, with the assistant. It was the interim coach or the assistant coach. I remember. And they were like, now, what are you going to do? We just got to go out there and win games. We just got to go out there and play. You know, and, and he was, uh, he, I think he was a defensive guy. But he was playing interim coach or whatever. And it was just mm-hmm. like, Oh man. And then you brought in Nick and they were like, all right, yeah, he's only going to be a pot, you know, a couple guys get them on their feet and go on and do his thing. Cause that's just what he does. And right. now he stood there and, and what he, you hear the stories of like coaching staffs and what mm-hmm. he did for guys and how he, they got sick or got hurt, got injured or whatever. And then he came in and, and helped them. And, uh, and then, uh, you Sorry, nah, little man nah, tried nah, coming nah. in you, here. You, you good player? <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> and uh, you know, he, he he helped out people and checked on people and all stuff like that. It's like it's it's crazy. Um, what, what he did for the community and all that and the mm-hmm. team. And he these he, he changed young men who had possibly troubled past and put them on the right, you know, straight and narrow. So 
you can't say enough about Nick Saban what he did for Alabama. Uh-oh. Now, the ripple effect, right? Like, yes, the sir. ripple effect. We've seen it with players leaving right away, right? And mm-hmm. and Ryan Williams was the first one to go, and now all these other players have gone, whether it's commits or freshmen and sophomores. The issue I have is now these people are screwed, right? Alabama's screwed because they can't bring anybody in, but those guys can bounce. So it's kind of like they're kind of put Alabama behind the eight ball here. Now it happens. It's happening to Washington, Washington and it's happening to Arizona and now it's going to happen to San Jose State you know what I mean which mm-hmm. they got to fix it they got to find a way to fix that but like the ripple effect is real yeah and we look at Nick Saban's coaching tree as well right they could this, there was nothing left they couldn't go get the guys he had in the tree they were all got jobs and they're all right. doing well right. so right. they had to go and, and get someone else I thought maybe they were going to give it Tommy Reese and I was like, please don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. I, that's just... He's he's very young in his coaching tenure. I I don't think. Uh, and, and what's actually what's going to happen with Tommy Reese? Is ah, uh, uh, I've heard rumors Grubb, or something about Ryan Grubb is there now, right? Yes, uh, and yeah. I heard the only one they're retaining in the major coaching thing is is the running back coach. I believe is staying at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Ryan Grubb, uh, with um Tommy Reese, I believe that he, I heard rumors that he could be going to Georgia. In some position, whatever it may be. Oh, an analyst. Yes. Uh, uh, that's a great position to go to. It, it's 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 like being second in line to becoming a maid, man. If you go be an analyst at a Yeah, and university, then they go you go be you'll yeah. you'll go get a job the following yeah. year. It's like the stepping stone, right? right like right. and so it usually the analysts program. come when it's late in the season, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or it's past, you know, hiring part, and everybody's like, oh, he's got he got canned or he's available. We'll bring him on as an analyst, knowing that right. by next year, this guy is going to be it's part, what part of the with, coaching staff. With, with Mike Bobo. Mike Bobo went to Georgia as an analyst. He was named offensive coordinator the following season. Right, right. And, and you know, Kalen DeBoer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kalen DeBoer is now the new coach. <sighs> Different styles. Like, did, yeah. I'm com- I'm a little weary here. Is, is, he hasn't declared he's going to hit the play, but is this a good system for Jalen Milrow now? Like, I I don't know. I just – what do we say? They wanted to get the best side of Jalen Milrow. They had to find two of the offense to fit Jalen Milrow, right. and they did that. And what happened? Boom. Instant success. They started playing well. Absolutely. Now we're going to be going back to this style of play where you have to throw the ball. Air. Look at Penix. Look what they did out there. Fire the ball downfield a bunch of times, right? Big go 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 bunch of plays, but you always firing away, firing away. Even it's to the back side of the back. I, I don't know if you know that's something Miro can do on a consistent basis, or maybe it is, and maybe this will just fine tune his game and set him into a next level of a top tier, you know, top three quarterback in this class. I don't know, but he's bringing in his dudes. He's bringing in the heavy artillery. That that yeah. that is for sure. Um, but. You know, now Washington's got stripped. That's for sure, right? They got stripped of <laughs> their guys. They're going to follow, you know, they, right. when they could. So it's like <sighs> you look at Fish, right? Now he gets taken to the job to be Washington. I think he did it in a skeezy A. I almost dropped a bomb there. I didn't want to say, you know, <laughs> but he did it in a skeezy way, dude. I'm sorry, but when mm. it's reported, and I've seen multiple videos from like school reporters at Arizona. Right. That three minutes, you gave them kids three minutes and then said pretty much, yo, I'm taking the job of Washington. Thanks for everything, guys. Good luck. I'm out. 
That gave like, you their heart and soul, and you gave them three minutes. That's terrible. That's trash. But then I start researching. And I start mm. digging. They got some money problems in Arizona. Apparently, they're trying to find out there's 100 millions gone missing in athletic department money for school. Saying so they might have to scrap some kind of things in, in athletic department. I don't know. So I don't know. Who's that point? Who's doing this? But right. then you see Jonah Coleman's already hit the portal. Yeah. Um, Noah Fafita's father's gone on Twitter and said he doesn't know what his son's going to do. They haven't made an announcement yet. But think about where these 19, 20-year-old young men are placed. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Because they're coaches. Now, who who are supposed to be, you know, when they go there saying, I'm here to, you know, Four years. I got you for four years. You know, I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you to the next level. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you grow in life. And then the moment my my wallet got a little bigger. Oh, sorry, guy. I got to go. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> it, it, it's real, real shitty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, it, it's definitely a ripple effect. Like now, I don't know. Is 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 Brent Brennan a, a hire because yes, he's had success. Or is Brent Brennan a hire because the wallet's thin and and now our backs against the wall and we're just trying to to save face? Like I I don't really know. They had a really good run program over there at San Jose State. You know, um, they they've played well. They they took the jump this year and played a bunch of P five schools early on in the year. They did. they did. I'll give them credit for that. Taking them on. And also, hey, don't get it twisted. They got a check. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they so, get paid. Yeah, but but. They took it on and, and they got themselves some exposure. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, in a year with this transition, I don't know if Kale and the Boar will have success year one. But to go from Fresno, you know what I'm saying, to Washington, to Alabama, kudos to you, man. Yeah. Like you've had success after year one, right? You've had success everywhere you've gone. Like two win, two loss success after year one any program you've been to. So, yeah, man. I mean, I guess at that moment, that was a home run high. I just, when the pieces and the dust settles, what you got left, is it going to fit your system? I don't know. Are you going to be, are you as good a recruiter as they, as the whisperer says out in, in Washington? I don't know. I would have liked to see him do it without Grubb because I've been saying it for two years. I think Grubb is the guy who turns that wheel. Oh, he's a made man. I, I think he's one and done in Tuscaloosa. I, they tried to get Nick tried to get him last year. Saban yeah. wanted him last year before Tommy Reese was there, and yeah. and, and the boss said, "Nah, Mm-mm. you know, watch <laughs> nah. the game a little extra." So it'll it'll be interesting. Washington with Chad, I don't know if he gets pieces, fine, but he has no quarterback right now. I mean, Austin Max gone. That was that biggest, you know, that biggest recruit. Yeah, yeah I mean, Penix. Will, Will Rogers gone. entered the the portal as well, right? What? Yeah, he has, but he has. I also saw pictures of him in the locker room when when, when Fish was announced as really? as the head coach. So it's like you went from sitting on the sidelines in the, in, in the championship game, Magnol Cool Washington, to now in the portal, and now you're there for the announcement of the new coach. I, I don't know where's he gonna go. I, I maybe G five, bro. And it's sad. And it's sad because you stay like, there. Then a few years ago, you know he's a sub seventy percent completion percentage type of quarterback under the tutelage of, of Mike Leach. I don't know because if Noah Fafita coming in, he ain't starting over Fafita. All right. Real let's, let's let's talk about this. I heard all of Twitter 
say, oh, Rogers, oh, this is why, why is this? Why don't schools want this dude? Like his I, own, his Mississippi State pretty much said last year, we don't want you, bro. Yeah. We don't got Vanderbilt's Mike Wright. Right. And started right, I think, in two games. It, it, I don't know. I, I got rest so leech is going to like it was a different setup. Like I know Rogers excelled in the air raid type system, but yeah, he did. I got question marks with him, man. Give me the other will over this one. Give me Howard over Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? Like I want you, I want you hundred percent. And the right system, Will Rogers can can be a guy, but we've also just seen games where it goes away. Yeah. He can't he can't hit the right the, the red side of a barn. Like and you know it's what I'm confusing saying? Confusing because like I said, he's had these high completion percentages. Nino, a, a a discussion came up, and I wanted to bring this to you. So Jalen made a profound statement on our show the other day. He said, I'm not sure if I'm Jed Fisk, I'm taking a Washington job. He was like, Washington is headed to the Big Ten. He said, Arizona is headed to the Big 12. He believes that with the pieces that they had in place and with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, that Arizona was more primed to have success, at least in year one in the Big 12, than Washington was primed to have success in the Big Ten. What are your thoughts on that? And now we have additional information with the limited resources at Arizona. Money's gone missing. What is what is your two cents to that? Money aside, um, I was confused. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they threw the bag at him, obviously. Washington, mm-hmm. you know, and they, and they were, you know, scurrying because they tried to double the salary of the board to keep him. You know, I know he was making yeah, 4.2. Did. They told him they would give him 8.4. 8. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't even turn back and look. You know what I'm saying? So, what's yeah. What's that? Nah, I'm good. But, uh, so I'm assuming that that fish got a, a godly increase in his pocket. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And maybe he had a commitment from Fafita and, and, and McMillan that they were coming. And, right. Because it doesn't make sense. Why not stay where you build something? Like they, they were one, they have success this year. There's no more question in that program. Right. Because right? they were one they, in 11 last year, right? And then you are the dude. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, two. Yeah. I think it was one in 11. Yeah. Yeah. Then you are the dude, just like Dan Lanning just is, is doing, mm-hmm. not at that level yet, but you are saying that we, Arizona's not a stepping stone program. Right. I'm not coming here to revive myself. You know, make a little buzz to myself and then go somewhere else. Like Dan Lanning just put Oregon by staying there, not taking the Alabama job, by getting uh, Gabriel and Dante. You got a five star to say, I'm cool with sitting, dude. I'm cool. After he played, I'm cool with sitting, dude. Something got to be right over there, right? So he made Oregon not be a stepping stone outside of the, you know, the top tier program to. Sure. I just kicked in the top tier program's door. All right. I'm not paying any ass nephew that's here to, to, to cause havoc. Mm-hmm. I may not win the title this year or maybe next year, but I'm going to be a pain in your ass for the next few years as long as Lanning's there, I think. And and Fish had, had a chance to be, I'm that new dude. I'm that guy that built this. My This is my stuff. These are my right. recruits, my kids. I took them out the gutter, molded them my way, it was my mm-hmm. pottery class, and I sold it to you. And, and then he was just like, nah, that. That shit fell off the shelf, bro. I'm out. <laughs> I'm mm. going. One thing, one thing broke, and I, and I bounced. <laughs> Sold the business, closed the doors. Employees came to work. The next day was boarded. <laughs> Pretty much. But that'll all change. This won't happen again. Mm. <laughs> Baker, 
Charlie Baker, you suck, bro. You suck at Massachusetts <laughs> and you suck, suck at college football, bro. Talk you don't know talk, nothing yo. about college football. I don't even know hey, how you get the job, bro. Charlie Baker or the NC2A don't give a damn about college football, bro. And they've made it apparent time after time after time. The only thing I will give them credit for is allowing that <laughs> that that thirty day window for if yeah. a coach retires or its coaching changes. That's something I actually like. So these kids aren't just tied to whoever's coming in. Only credit I'll I'll, I'll give Charlie Baker and. But he didn't think about it on the back end because okay, cool, they can they can leave, but mm. Alabama, Washington, they, they can't get they can't get anybody. No, but but from those three schools. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Or, or, like or people who are already in the portal, in the portal. and haven't committed, but right. it's not it, you know it's it's leftovers. Because I'm guaranteed there's some guys be like, yo, I'll go to Washington. I would I would I'll I'll leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'll, I'll go hit the portal now, but no deals. But maybe you could see it in the late one. You don't know. Yeah, we'll see. The, the late one, no portal was going to be jumping. Speaking of what, quick, <laughs> my guy, my guy Nino, who's the king of segues. It seems as though. <laughs> <laughs> the team in Columbus, Ohio, the Ohio State University, is tired of being little brother to Michigan. And and, and, and let's be honest, mm-hmm. Ohio State has dominated Michigan for the most part of this century, other than these last three years. You mm-hmm. know, Michigan being you know beating them three consecutive times. But the Buckeyes have had enough. They went and got Will Howard in a portal. Kenshawn Jenkins and Travion Henderson will had a dynamic backfield. Don't forget. My guy, Dallin Hayden, is still there as well. Backseat. Bro, bro. Like, he was in a doghouse last year. Chip jumped him on the death chart. I don't even know why he's still there. But uh, as Boomer always say, girlfriends are undefeated during the season. It got to be some love interest keeping him in Columbus. I'm just saying. But it's very reminiscent of Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. Nino. I know this is something you've been wanting to talk about. Are the Ohio State Buckeyes kind of taking a Michigan approach to building their team moving forward? Will we see a more run-dominated team? Who spies on who? Right? <laughs> like, I, I, to me, I just see they went to the to the nearest Staples, put that in, 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 in a copy machine, and say, okay. You know, they say can't beat them, join them. We can't beat them right now. So we're going to join what they're doing. Everybody come the hell back. You know what I mean? Abuka coming back. You know what I mean? You, you, you got JTT coming back. That one was the yeah. shock. I mean, I thought Abuka was coming back because he was hurt. Didn't really right. have a great season. JTT had a good year. Mm-hmm. Right? He's coming back. Oh, wait a minute. We had the return of Denzel Burke this year. Lockdown cornerback. Right. Seatbelt gang. I'm going to drive the bus back to Ohio State. Like, what? If that ain't copycat shit, I don't know what is. They can also got copycat soft ass assistants though. That's my problem. Like both schools got soft ass assistant coach. They need to do something. They got they got they got like the fire under these dudes. That's the problem. Like the only fire got lit in Michigan is because why? Because Hopper got suspended. Yeah. About you have crybaby Sherrod in the corner, still sitting <laughs> in the corner, waiting for the light to get shined on him, right? And then you, you have your the other homeboy chilling with Spygate McGee. So it's like. They only stepped up because they had no choice. How about kick right. them in the ass and says, bro, I'm putting you in a place to succeed. I'm out of here next year. I am gone. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to the NFL. If you guys want to have a coaching job here or somewhere else, you have to step up and stop being soft. Time to get off the diaper and time to put the underwear on. And they did this year. Ah, Ohio State. Mm, I don't. When them wide receivers are saying, 
I don't know if I want to run that across the middle, coach. I, I'm going I'm to take that one off. No, you need hotline in their face when right. they come off the field. I know you're going to go to NFL, homie. I get it. But I'm going to make you be a better player if you listen to what I tell you to do. And you can't just cut up at 18 and say, I ain't running across the middle. Oh, I'm going to ease up and go out of bounds on this one. Just missed out on the first down. Sorry, it's third and one on this one. Nah, homie, you could have got that. You know what I mean? Like, And those guys have to be accountable. And then once Ryan Day decides that he wants to stop calling out 80-year-old men, and maybe call out the guys on his staff, right? And, and and go that route, and everybody takes accountability. Then maybe you won't run quarterbacks out of the building. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I would rather have McCord than have Will Howard. I saw I saw that on Twitter, and it really eats at me because Kyle, Kyle McCord and Jalen Milrow were in similar situations with programs. Your, they didn't commit. <laughs> your start, yeah, your starting quarterback can't be decided in a in a third week of fall camp, bro. What are we doing? Make a decision week one of fall camp or even before fall camp. Give the guy the keys. Uh -huh. Build the offense around him. It shouldn't bleed into the regular season. Why are we hearing about Devin Brown? Oh, you know, Devin Brown could possibly be the starter. How'd Yo, that go? Five days before, <laughs> bro, five, days, five days before the uh, regular season. Like, what are we doing, bro? Hey, like, How did Devin Brown experience go? Real good, huh? Yeah. Uh, what, you know, wasn't he talking trash? Too? Yeah. Burn the boats, bro. <laughs> Burn them. That's all right. My boy was driving his 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 G wagon, looking in the middle. Oh, boats burning. You about to yeah. drown, boy? Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go to New York. <laughs> and I love the fit for Cal McCord. Yes, sir. Fran yes. Brown is a dog, bro. Yo, what he's building out there, putting the little intricate pieces all around him, the Quint Allen, that defense. <laughs> Don't worry about nothing, bro. They'll be good. Yeah, they're going to be really good. Uh, Nino, listen, this has been a fantastic episode. Anything else you want to get off your, your chest? Well, yo, like, I'm really surprised that Travion Henson came back. D Thank you! Yo, yo, this, what? this is weak sauce, RB class. Like, weak sauce. He was easily RB1. Who's, who's hitting the portal? Uh, one of the three has to hit the portal, but I'm thinking Travion Henderson or Kenshaw Jenkins. It would be either one of them by the by the late window. One of them got it. Is it enough carries? Is either one of them going to be comfortable with? Well, spending? yeah, of course. Uh, why Jenkins spelled Jenkins split carries every season he's played, right? He split carries the first year with with, with Zach Evans. I sit the I sit the bench yeah. in L.A. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. they, but they both almost thousand yard runners. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like. This year, he, he he missed time split carries. He he don't I don't think splitting carries, man. He knows he's the alpha. I mean, right, right. Travion might learn that in, in spring. You know Yo. what I'm saying? But uh, I, I him going to Ohio State and then me hearing the stuff from Ole Miss, things don't line up. So something's weird. I don't think he knew Travion was coming back because, like, uh -uh. I heard he went in Lane's office, pretty much. Kicked open the door, sat down on the couch and said, yo, I want this. We got to fix this. I need this. Lane looked at him and goes, and I said, you a player, homie. Not a, <laughs> not, a, not a coach. You, It's good to want. Put your hand behind you and put one out on the front and let me know which comes first, my guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lane is not that type of dude. Lane going to tell you how it is, bro. And yeah. That's he, the wrong not, coach to go in there and think you're going to tell him something. You would have stopped. Hey, Lane's in his bag right now. He's, he goes on that late night. I'm going to have a bourbon, and I'm going to go on Twitter and show teams <laughs> who I'm looking at. The other night it was BC, 
this the last two days it was Auburn. Like he 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 a funny dude right now. This is his time. This is this is lane train season right now. This is where he gets to troll. And good for him. He should be able to troll because I'm gonna stop the troll. Watch out for Ole Miss. They're my team. 2024. Peace after peace after peace. He put a puzzle together and he put it on the wall. He wants to put that trophy on the wall next. They didn't leave to go to Alabama. They called him. He hung the phone up on him. I don't need to be in the shadow of Nick. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Sorry, DeBoer. You're a good coach. It's not about the guy replacing the GOAT. It's about the guy that replaced the guy who tried to replace the GOAT. Mm. That's what it's about. I'm not saying he's bad, but he ain't going to live up to what he thought he had or what he was the last couple of years in Washington. And that might not make him last as long as he wants. And then that guy in the mountains, in the snow, whose son said he's coming back today to play again in Colorado, we get a phone call. And then it will be prime time in Tuscaloosa within three years. And that, my friends, is a fact. Book it, and we can have a nice day.